Triangle Squared, a Chris podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Triangle Squared, where I'm by myself talking to my walls, I guess. This is your host, Chris Figs. With me is nobody. It's just me. Brett is, I believe, on like a vacation or something. Uh, rather than delay the show, I decided I would just do it all by myself. That's exciting. This will either be a long episode or a short episode. I have no idea. Um, I don't even know how to really host it. I'm just going to talk. So I guess I'll start off with, obviously, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Nartech. You can get into our Discord. Uh, if that's how you want to support the show, support what me and Brett are doing. Anything else? Uh, let's see. There's a Facebook group facebook.com slash triangle squared i believe it is uh you can request to join that brett will let you in the usual stuff brett says you guys know what brett says i i should know what brett says but i don't really listen to brett let's see you can follow both of us on twitter i am fix21k brett is triangle sqrd with that i guess we'll move on to what i've been playing i haven't been playing too much different than usual obviously a lot of them will be the show started weird west it's a really cool game um but then i've also been playing some pokemon emerald um on saul's recommendation the the phantom of saul bridges i bought the rg351p it's a handheld emulator, so I got a bunch of crap on here. It's pretty cool. Um, I've been enjoying it a lot. I think I've spent more time trying to put games on it than actually playing the games. But yeah, so I, I just was dying to play Emerald, and this is like 100 bucks. Not a bad deal. Uh, it's got, right now I've got Game Boy Advance, Color, Genesis, Super Nintendo. I have some PlayStation games on here, like Dino Crisis, Bloody Roar. But I can't get them to run. If I can figure it out, I'll probably play a minute of each of those games and then not play them again. That's what happens to me with uh, emulators and ROMs and all that is I see that I have access to 80,000 video games and I play none of them because it's overwhelming. Oh, I did start Star Wars The Force Unleashed. That's a, that's a really good game. I'd never played it. It's pretty cool. I actually, I don't know, I think I've talked about this, but I've been building a PS3 collection. It's gotten to some pretty high heights, which I'm pretty happy about. I'm now three shelves deep of just PS3. So I bought Force Unleashed, and then I bought the Steelbook Collection Edition of Force Unleashed 2. And in my pursuit of Force Unleashed 2, I accidentally bought an extra copy of Force Unleashed 1. Uh, so I just sent that right to Brett. So n- like the rest of the PS3 games I've sent him and given him, he hasn't. He probably won't play it, but I am playing it. Playing his vein is really cool. Although it's kind of funny, you can tell that they just kind of put breathing sounds over the, over the background music and the background like sounds effects. So it's literally just you're just walking and just just at random intervals. It's not like a normal human breathing. It's fun. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, Force Unleashed one is really good. Brett, when we were talking about it in the Discord, Brett goes, "Oh, I really like the PSP version. I think that one's better gameplay." That's a typical fucking Brett thing say some of the most random ass shit i've ever heard in my <laughs> psp version is better which maybe i'm not i'm not gonna test it and find out but i'm still gonna give him crap for saying some wild crap like that <laughs> um but that's all there really is for me i guess i can move straight into the news i didn't find too much news uh there's a couple there's a couple things let's see 
Knights of the Old Republic remake has supposedly been delayed indefinitely and has been completely paused, if Bloomberg's Jason Schreier is to believe. It seems that Aspire has fired two of the game's directors and told the team the game was on pause until they figure out what to do with it. Developers at the studio indicated a likely release date for the game has shifted from 2022 to 2025. Sony, Sony themselves revealed the game as a timed exclusive at the 2021 showcase, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future with this title. Um, if you read Schreier's article, Saber might take it over, which, fine. I wonder if Sony might just be like, listen to me, Mr. Sony, Mr. Sony Moneybags, I'll pay for the game. We'll, we'll make it. And it's out. Uh, anything is possible. Uh, let's see what's next. There's a bunch of PSVR news that came out. Um, I'm just going to kind of look at the article and talk talk it through. They announced some of the features. They have a PSVR 2 see-through feature, which allows you to look at your surroundings while wearing the headset, which is kind of cool. That'll make trophy hunting really nice. And when I was trying to do some of the Saints and Sinners stuff, I was looking up the trophy guide. and That's annoying. You got to take that big-ass thing off, put it back on, kind of let it refocus. That wasn't very fun, but I didn't finish that game. So, um, you know, what can I say? Yeah, this is going to be edited weird for the record. I don't know if there's going to be a video. Um, I told Brett I'm not doing video. Midweek matinee died because I tried to do video. I'm not doing it for this, but I am going to edit a quick audio version. So that one will probably have less of me looking at my phone and texting. I feel like as a solo show, I can kind of get away with that. Or arguably, I guess I really can't get away with that, right, because I'm a solo show. But I'm going to text this girl back. <laughs> Texting girls. Anyway, what's next on the news? Right, I was talking about PSVR 2. Sorry, guys. The users can select the function on the headset, use the car control center, view their surroundings. I guess during that one, you can't record. PSVR 2 also has a broadcast feature that will let users record themselves while playing connecting while playing by connecting a PS5 HD camera to the console. Let's see, there's a VR mode and a cinematic mode. Players can enjoy VR content in a 360 view in a virtual environment in VR mode. Content will be displayed at 4000 by 2040 HDR video format with 90 hertz slash 120 hertz frame rate. So that's pretty dope. And then in cinematic mode, you can view your PS5 system and UI and all non-VR games and media content on a virtual cinema screen. Content in cinematic mode will be displayed at 1920 by 1080 with 24/60 hertz and also 120 hertz. Sony said in May that it, may, it should have more than 20 games for launch. Uh, that seems to be the most of the news. I'm super interested in PSVR 2. Although, if you guys know me, you know I'm gonna buy PSVR 2. I don't see myself playing it all that much because I didn't play a ton of regular PSVR. It was kind of the same thing I'm saying with with the handheld emulator is I would throw on a game and be like, oh, this is sick. Saints and Sinners is dope. I don't think I ever finished a mission in Saints and Sinners. I just stabbed a bunch of zombies, got kind of sweaty because VR makes me really sweaty. Not sick. I don't get sick from VR, but sweaty. And then I just kind of moved on. I think one of the only games I actually finished was Job Simulator, and that's because that's a really easy platinum. Um, what's next here? EA and Respawn have revealed the 14th season of the ever-popular Apex Legends is released on August 9th. The season is titled Hunted and introduces a new character called Vantage. Her abilities haven't yet been revealed, but the accompanying trailer showed her with a sniper rifle and displayed her feathered companion Echo. 
Um, I believe there's some leaks about Vanguard. I'm going to take a look. Or what did I say her name was? I said Vantage, right? Why did I say Vanguard? But we'll find out what the leaks say. I, I'm interested. I have fallen off Apex pretty hard recently. That's because one of my buddies, his uh, the main guy I play Apex with, I know there's some guy, some of you in the Discord that I said I would play with. I know we're friends on um, PSN. Invite me. I'll hit you. We'll play some Apex. I'll rock my Octane. We'll go. So all leaked Vantage abilities. Passive, Sniper Kit. Should be able to aim down sights with a long-range scope or and gather information by targeting an enemy. That would be kind of cool. I can see the, her being really cool as like a... Uh, a tactical like set up your plays kind of kind of a kind of character that would be neat um her tactical ability is called oh so that's a passive the sniper kit tactical ability is echo launch he's a bat and he kind of it looks like he'll kind of do echo location and tell you where enemies are which is great because all apex legends need is more wall hacks um and then her ultimate ability is mark to kill so she has a customized sniper rifle. She can use that to mark enemies, which is just by shooting them. Once the enemy is marked, they'll show up in a scan for advantage of her team, similar to enemies scanned by Bloodhound, Sierra, Crypto. So like I said, more wall hacks. Um, Vantage and her team got a 15% damage boost on marked enemies. That's huge, actually. Um, damage from the rifle will double on successive shots that she hits, while the rifle itself deals 20 damage to opponents. So not really good, but if you can hit your shots, that seems pretty solid. Um, I'm interested to play Advantage. I'm interested to play the next season. Uh, I've been saying that for a while. Next on the list, Tactics Ogre Remastered has leaked via the PlayStation Store. There isn't much to know about the title except it's a remake of Tactics Ogre, if that wasn't clear by the name. Um, but the Sony backend, which is where the game was found, also has it listed with a November release date. That's really cool. I have it on, again, my emulating machine. So I'll, I'll play it. I'll give it a shot. Next up on the news, a supposed spiritual successor to Immortals, Phoenix Rising, is supposed supposedly coming via Jeff Grubb. The game is less of a sequel, more of a spiritual successor. Uh, supposedly it's based on Polynesian culture and maintains a god as narrator. It apparently is aiming to be, have more of an identity of its own and should be out around 2025, along with Elder Scrolls VI and the KOTOR remake. Um, there's one more thing I want to talk about in the news. It's uh, Bungie. Bungie has announced Destiny 2 Showcase for August. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about Destiny. Destiny is very fun for people who still play it. I am not people who still play it. If you want to know more about Destiny, August 23rd, there you go. Witness what is next. Probably, maybe it won't be as long an episode, but I did put out a community's take the community's take was just to ask me crap because obviously last week was Saul's last week of the show. He is now a phantom along with the ghost of Blake Post. All right, we're going to go through these. I'm going to start with Discord. First off, I didn't organize these like I normally do, obviously, because this is going to be a little off the cuff. So uh, let's see. So the first one we got on Discord was from Rude Cold, and his question was, what was your favorite game growing up? That is a really hard question. Um, I guess this is going to sound really weird, but I guess it kind of depends on your definition of growing up, right? Because I grew up on Pokemon, my, at least in my youth. It was first game my parents ever bought me for Christmas was Pokemon Red and Blue. 
I still remember <laughs> one of the only times I ever got good grades in my life. I got good grades, and me and my mom drove what feels to me like forever. We drove for hours, right? But it was probably like 20 minutes down the road where it was the only place where she could find a Game Boy. So she bought me a Game Boy Color. I think it came with a, a Godzilla game was what the one I got there. And then, uh, yeah, she bought Pokemon Red and Blue. So I played both of those. Huge Pokemon guy. As you guys know, I told you I bought this emulator to play Emerald. Yeah, so I, I grew up on Pokemon. Um, one of my favorite games of all time has always been Pokemon Crystal. But besides that, you know, my youth was Pokemon and then Pokemon Crystal being my favorite of the bunch, at least in that time. Emerald's my favorite all time, but it's a little later on in life. But uh, other than that, I think my teenage years was Fallout. Fallout 3, obviously as people listen to the show knows, one of my favorite games of all time. One of the games I spent the most time with in my life. Uh, I love that game. I love just exploring Washington. Um, I love even just some of the quests that you can get in that game that aren't marked ones. Like, I remember I had an experience where there's just this tiny house, and the guys talk to you, they try and get you inside, and when I did it, I went inside, I killed all these guys, I was doing an evil playthrough, but then if you go down into their basement, there's a bunch of cages in there, and just human skeletons. So these people are cannibals, they're trying to get you in the house to eat you, I assume. This is a very Red Dead, like, you remember in Red Dead, there's those guys... The brother and sister who are probably sleeping together because it's a game. And uh, they try and curse you and rob you or something like that. It's kind of the same thing. Um, but I love that. I love just the music. I don't want to set the world on fire. Classic. That song. I, I hear the little, the little uh, needle drop at the beginning of that song. It just makes me... I love it. I adore that. The uh, long-winded answer to that question is Pokemon Crystal and Fallout 3. Let's move on. Aztec King. <clears throat> so I get why some people don't like OG Kratos, but man, I love that guy. Just a straight savage, and I love how the character has evolved, but I would love to see an old-school God of War movie or show. What are your thoughts? I'll leave your PS for after. Um, I think Kratos is a massively misunderstood character, and I think if your takeaway of Kratos is Angry Man Kill. Uh, I don't think you actually paid attention to those games. Kratos is a very tortured and wonderful character, I think, who you see grow and evolve in small moments, like in one when you can interact with his family or in Chains of Olympus in the field. Oh my god, Chains of Olympus. Only game that's ever made me cry. Love it. Um... In terms of an old-school God of War movie or show, I, it depends, right? Like, what what is that? Like, are you going to see young Kratos just, like, violently sleeping with women and, you know, killing things with reckless abandon? I think that would be interesting. You know, there's that 10 years when Kratos is working for the gods that we've never seen. At least I don't believe so. Um, that maybe a game could take take advantage of that time period and and do something there or a game or a movie sorry or a movie or a show jesus they i could see that as being an interesting place where the show could could go we could get a kratos who's actually looks greek instead of covered in his family's ashes it would be super interesting i wouldn't mind that um 
I'd hope in that sense, if you're going to do OG Kratos, you do, you have David Jaffe, you have Barlog and all the people who worked on those, that version of Kratos involved. Um, I don't think that's the version we'll get. I think if anything, we get a, how did dad of war become dad of war? So well, that Amazon show, I think that's coming out with, will probably be a show about her. It'll probably have Freya in it. It'll probably be before Atreus or Atreus is very young. Um, I don't see them going away from the character they have now because I think that character is just how people know him. Your PS was Sony needs to make a new handheld. Yes, they do. Um, I don't know why they haven't and won't, but they should. Uh, I think that's a very limited market that there's no reason not to explore. Why can't I get a streaming console that outputs PS5 game streaming? But hey, this has got a, a PS4 base in it and it can run games at that level. Um, Sony is doing a lot of PC stuff, so I think if they can get to a point where they're like, yeah, we can scale these games down to a PS4 level, or we can scale them up, or we can stream, or we can do all this stuff, I think uh, I think Sony would benefit from not letting Nintendo eat that market, not letting Valve eat that market. But they're, <laughs> it's also very likely that Sony's just like, our games are on Steam, play them on the Steam Deck. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Rude Days 93. So for Apex Legends solo game that's being made, what would you like to see? Titanfall 3. A campaign where we play where we play each different character through a story. A new character where we meet the Apex Legends characters throughout. Some sort of tie into Titanfall. The Apex Legends universe is the Titanfall universe. It should just be Titanfall 3. And I think in that sense you could... What would be interesting for me is if they're like, hey... The next legend is a pilot, and you have a zip line. You can hang on walls, all this kind of stuff that pilots could do in Titanfall, and that's the new Apex character. And the Apex solo game is that character doing Titanfall shit, and then maybe the end of it is... Because uh, I don't know if you guys know, in the, in the lore, a lot of the people in the Apex games are criminals, and that's their punishment, is to die over and over again in the games which I find to be a ridiculous concept, but I'm not going into that right now. So I think it would be interesting. Maybe that game ends and you see what the crime was that this pilot did. Was it treason and now he's in the Apex games because Bliss got him out? Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of cool ways they could go about it. I don't necessarily want to play like almost an Octopath Traveler type game where oh, now I'm playing the Bangalore section, or I'm playing the Octane section, or I'm playing the, I don't know, Newcastle section. I, I would rather see a focus game, but now that I've said that, a Octopath slash Live Alive type game <laughs> in the Apex universe where it's an RPG and you're playing all these characters and we're expanding on their lore, that would actually be very cool. So, yeah. Maybe do that, um, but I think we're gonna we're clearly gonna get a shooter, and I think if they're gonna do a shooter, probably take a couple years. So hey, maybe for season twenty, it's a big character, a quote unquote twentieth anniversary of Apex, and then you can get a new character in there. I don't know. I do think 
a single player game would be a cool way to introduce the new legend. And maybe, hey, maybe they can take a page out of the abandoned book and do a real-time experience app where every once in a while, when it's time for a new character reveal, you get a new five-hour single-player campaign introducing that character. Lots of cool ways to go about it, but knowing EA, we're not going to get anything cool at all. Oh, I did... I did forget in the news that supposedly EA is making a Black Panther game. <laughs> so there's no microtransactions in that one. That might be a little problematic. Um, we'll see. I think I was reading that they have a new studio who might be making that game. So that would be pretty dope. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Black Panther character. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman or whatever. He's a great actor. Back to this. Alrighty. TT Dog, not a fan of God of War or Gears of War. Uh, Gears of War 3 is a seminal video game. Uh, Dom. Anyway. Alright, B-Rog. If Mickey is a mouse and Pluto's a dog, what the hell is Goofy? Uh, he's a cartoon. It's a sin to win. Two questions. One, will you be tuning in to watch The Last of Us on HBO? Probably. Um, I'm one of those people who I love TV and I love movies and I love all that stuff, but I don't tend to really watch them until later. Like right now I'm watching Lucifer. Great show. I'm binging that, you know, but I'm, I'm sure I've kind of hinted and you guys might realize like I'm one of those people who my monitor's here, my TV's here and on my monitor, I'm watching Lucifer and on my TV, I'm grinding innings and that will be the show or I'm playing a single-player game, and I, that's a that's an ADHD thing. I would say it's an interesting topic to kind of break down. Is I think that's a, I think that's one of the reasons why you guys hear me be like, I don't know, I'm not really into this game because I tend to do a lot of things at once. I'm a very distracted person, and I wonder if that's why. Because I tend to watch a TV show and not dig right into a game, but the way my head's at right now is I can't just do a game. I can't just do a TV show. It's very hard for me to do one thing at a time. Why I'm a good chef, but maybe not why why I'm not the best at that part of everything. Um, but yeah, so I'll definitely watch The Last of Us. I think the one advantage The Last of Us has is um, one year I went to the Cape with my family and I brought my PS4 and I was playing The Last of Us Remastered and my dad sat and watched the vast majority of that game he thought it was really cool so i may honestly just be like hey do you want to watch this show every week and maybe we watch it then either way i think pedro pascal is a really great actor um i'm interested to see him i'm not as big a fan of bella ramsey but you know lady mormont's the best so i'll give her a chance i got no problem with her playing ellie just doesn't have the look for me and then he has a second question. What are some critically panned games that you enjoy playing? Oh, let's look. Oh, man. Um, I'm a huge Naughty Bear guy. Naughty Bear is an awesome game. Um, I'm, I'm looking at my PS3 list right now. Uh, I played a little bit of the Bureau XCOM Declassified, which I know people didn't love. But I thought it was pretty cool. It was a decent shooter. Um uh, Dark Void, it's not good, but I enjoyed it, so take that for what you will. There's that Atlas Game of Thrones game. Ooh, that game is pretty good. Um, let's see, let's see. Teenage Mutant Ninjas, uh, Mutants in Manhattan, that's supposed to be pretty bad. I enjoyed it. Um, let's see, I guess I'm sitting here. I can look at my PS. 
Let's look at my trophies for a second here. Let's go in. Trophies. Oh, man. I know Arcadegeddon's getting panned right now. I like Arcadegeddon. Um, a lot of the Rattalika games I like. Like, Devious Dungeon I think is great. Um, Asura's Wrath is dope. I enjoyed what I played at Battle of the World. Didn't play too much, but still kind of fun. Um... Yeah, there's oh, I I'm at a point in my life where I prefer older games. That's why if you see my PS3 collection, I, I have more fun playing them. I think there's something nostalgic about it. I think there's a sense of like, oh, this is this is fun. Um, it reminds me of when I when I was less broken by I think the ADHD that forces me to do 85 things at once and i could just focus on one thing it's why i love fallout so much because i immerse myself in that in fallout 3 you can kind of do anything um so yeah i don't necessarily know i know naughty bear is great you know stuff like that i like bad games in the sense of like this is like the room but a bad game is still a bad game it's a lot harder than a movie that can be bad you know i think stuff where it's hey, this is okay. Like, I know TT Dog asks later on about Alpha Protocol, and I think that's one of those things where Alpha Protocol, I love Alpha Protocol, but I'd be a lying asshole if I said it was good. Like, it's not a world-beater game. It's just a game that I really like. And I think that's something where, you know, me and Brett have talked about it on the show, but I'm very much a believer in, I like this, so it's good. Because I'm the one talking, right? I hate Red Dead. And as, as Brett revealed on the show last week, that's a lot of hyperbole. But I don't like Red Dead, right? I played that game for 40 hours, and I got to a mission that just ruined the experience for me, and I haven't played it since. And I've tried. I go back, and I do the beginning, and the beginning is so goddamn slow. You trudge through the thing. You go find John. Blah, 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 blah. It's just a very hard game to immerse myself in because I know that bad experience I had is coming. I know that I'm going to have to open drawers in the slowest possible manner to find a quarter tank of fucking tobacco and then have no true benefit to me at all. Um, so... You know, not to hate on Red Dead. I respect Red Dead. Me and Blake had a conversation on Twitter the other day where I think Arthur Morgan, wonderful character. Uh, John Marston is the better of the two, in my opinion. But, alas, Red Dead 2 as a game doesn't do it for me. As a movie, I would f fucking watch it all day. All right, the next one is a bit of a doozy. It's another Rude Days. Um, recently... Jeff Grubb said he heard that Ubisoft game Roller Champions was going to be canceled after Season 3. The developers came out today and said that this is not true and Ubisoft is still supporting them. So on the internet, many are saying Jeff Grubb shouldn't have said anything because his words hurt the game and the devs. But on the other side, Jeff works for Giant Bomb Venture B as a journalist, so I don't think he would come out and lie about this. And those playing the game now, I think, deserve to know about this. So do you think Jeff Grubb was in the right to leak this? Um, this is an interesting one that maybe we can get Brett's take on in the next one, because I know 
Rude Days, you mentioned that you wanted to hear it. Actually, I'll just read Rude Days before I go into it. He's uh, Rude Cold, I'm sorry. He says, uh, Rude Cold says, this is a question I'm very much interested in hearing the answer. Would Def like Brett's view on this too? I'm not much of a fan of grabbing his leaks or anyone that aimlessly leaks games. I think it takes away from the devs having their moment to introduce everyone to their game. Grub seems to do it just to get people to join his Patreon or he would do it through the sites he works for. Um, I think that leaks... I don't think they're good. Um, but I don't think they're bad. I think they're a reality. Everyone wants to know what's going on, right? I want to know everything that Sony's doing. So when Grub sits here and goes, oh, there's big Sony news, and then Greg Miller goes, I heard huge Sony news, and then all these people say this, and then we sit here on the show and go, oh, shit, is Sony buying Microsoft, or is Sony buying Square Enix, or is Sony remaking The Last of Us, you know, nine years after it came out, when there are hundreds of other games that deserve remakes first. All of these things, I think, are important, and they're interesting. You know, I respect what Grub does, but yeah, I think there's there's some things that are a little too much. Like, I think the Kojima thing, like, when he first announced, uh, leaked it, it was a ridiculous thing to leak. It wasn't even close. And then it's like, you know, Rude Cold says it takes away from, it took away from that moment in the Xbox show because it was less about, for me personally, it was less about, oh, this Kojima game coming to Xbox, that's, that's you know, industry shaking. It was, it was more like, is Grub, is Grub right? Did he get this right? Because I'm not going to lie to you. I've said this on the show and people can disagree with me all they want. I am a Sony fanboy. But I play everything. You know, there was a part of me when this Kojima thing happened, I was like, damn. Because I know, realistically, I'm not going to play that game on Xbox. I'm not. It's the same thing with Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield. I'll start those games. I'll get a little bit of the way through. I'll see what they do. And then I'm going to go back to getting my trophies. Because that's that's the community I'm in. I'm a trophy hunter. I have my 800-something games on PlayStation. That's the where I choose to play. Which is why I look at stuff like exclusives as important and good. And I root for them not because I want to take some something away from someone else, just because I look at it and like, hell yeah, it's on PlayStation. I get to play it. Um, in terms of this, I <laughs> this may be a hot take, but is there a chance that because Grub said this, Roller Champions gets another shot at life? Is Ubisoft like, fuck this guy? You guys can have another five million, do four more seasons, three more seasons, two more seasons, and we'll just prove Grub wrong. I think that leaks do hurt the developers and do hurt their moment, but I think it's Grub's job to leak. I do think that the way he does it, where it's like, hey, check my Patreon if you want to know who Sony's buying next week, that's some, that's some you know, manipulative bullshit. But I'm not going to sit here and fault Jeff for doing his job. And his job as a journalist is to negotiate. It's why you see, or negotiates a bad term, I'm sorry. It, but it's it's to, to break news. Um, I think it's funny because if you look at the baseball world, right, agents and teams will, will leak shit on purpose. 
to, you know, like if Xander Bogarts is, is the Red Sox shortstop is negotiating for a contract, maybe he tells John Heyman, hey, I'm not going back to the Red Sox. But that's just an, that's just negotiating power. You know, I know that's not it's not a one to one comparison, but in a lot of ways, companies if stuff leaks to people, the companies maybe need to do a better job of clamping that down, or maybe they should just announce their games earlier. You know, everyone hates, I hate that Todd Howard's like, yeah, we're making Fallout 5 after school 6. Because to me, I'm like, I don't give a shit. That's vaporware. You are just saying words. But at the same time, now Mr. Maddie Plays doesn't get to leak it. You know, people like that don't get to leak it. Jeff Grubb doesn't get to say Fallout 5 is coming next. You know, he, that's already out there and in the ether. So I think there's a, there's an argument for both. I do think that sometimes the leaks are a little malicious. Like this one, I don't think is a great thing. If if the game continues to go on for another year, two years, Jeff Grubb looks like an asshole. But if the game ends... And Jeff Grubb said it a year, uh, a season early, so that stops people from wasting money on that game. I think it's a good thing. Um, my long-winded and hopefully makes sense answer is Jeff Grubb is an asshole. It's also his job. And leaks are mean-spirited in a lot of ways and kind of shitty, but they're important to the industry. And the thing is, if leaks weren't important they wouldn't get traction if sony was honest and told us everything they were doing the leaks wouldn't get traction it's all this kind of stuff um i think at a certain point there needs to be better judgment of what what is a valid of what we should be leaking um like i said i think the grub kojima thing that to me felt like someone trying to be like watch I'm going to be right, and then you can suck my dick, and that'll give me the credibility. And he's right, because I remember on Twitter, all that, all, all I saw after that Xbox showcase was, congratulations, Jeff, congratulations, Jeff. Jeff's been on this the whole time, which is true, but who cares? I hope that answers the question. Um, this is very hard by yourself, so I'm rambling a little bit, but I think I'll make sure that Brett and I bring it up on the next episode, and... See where we're at. For the record, uh, Rude Days did respond to Rude Cold and say, uh, I definitely can understand that point. Um, for me personally, I don't mind it because it's basically games that are so far off. For instance, him saying EA is publishing a Black Panther game. Is it really that big a deal if we're not likely to see it until 2425? Now for the Roller Champions leak. This one may, may save consumers money, but unfortunately, the developers of the game are caught in the middle of it. It's an interesting situation. You know, the thing with, even, you know, on that point, the devs caught in the middle, Ubisoft could have made this decision, and whoever leaked it to Grub knows, but the developers of Roller Champions don't. But I do think this is one of those things where if he's wrong, maybe this brought second life to the game. If he's right, it'll probably save some people money, and I don't think I can be upset about either of those. All right, last question from Discord is from TT Dog. Aside from Afro Protocol, is there any other mediocre games you have a strange affection for? Um, no, because all the games I like are not mediocre. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna move on to Twitter, and I am going to go to 
the Triangle Squared Twitter, which is the one Brett runs. It is Triangle SQRD. We're going to go in here and see. All right. No face. Sean Moneo. Everyone is talking about the TLOU leaks and how it's more a remastered remaster than a remake. But is no one talking? But no one is talking about how Naughty Dog has managed that leaks like this happening again, potentially damaging sales, just like The Last of Us Two. Um, I'm gonna say this, and this is a very de- declarative statement. It's how I feel about it. Everyone who was going to buy a Last of Us remake is still going to buy a Last of Us remake. Everyone who is going to complain about seventy dollars is still going to complain about seventy dollars. Everyone who is going to complain about seventy dollars. 95% of those people are still going to buy it for $70 on release date because The Last of Us 2 is one of the best games of all time. Or The Last of Us 1 is one of the best games of all time. Um, I think in terms of how it's more remastered, remastered, remastered than a remake, who cares? The game looks incredible. If it plays even half as well as The Last of Us 2, great. Because The Last of Us 2... With good with a good story is a perfect video game. Um, huh. The existence of the Loch Ness monster is plausible after fossil discovery. Triangle squared the Loch Ness show. Let's see what does this say. <clears throat> Isn't the Loch Ness monster in uh, what's oh uh, it's where they wear the kilts? Oh shit, Scotland. Um, but this is saying a river system dig in modern-day Morocco offers a controversial new perspective on marine reptiles and dinos- aquatic dinosaurs. Oh, well. it's it's It looks like a gear. That's okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, I the Loch Ness Monster, I believe. I'm very much, I believe in ghosts. I believe in cryptids, all that shit. Because, listen, I don't know. I don't know what goes on beyond what my eyes can see. <clears throat> No Fate comes back again with this question was put to Brett and Saul before, so now would be a great opportunity to ask you. Pitch your own game idea. That is a hard question. I think, for me, I'd love to see... I like like gameplay. Give me, like, an XCOM mixed with a card battler, which is, I guess... Midnight Suns, so Midnight Suns might be the perfect game. Uh, something I always pitched was having Clay do a Black Widow game when people were talking about, you know, Marvel games. And I think that if you look at something like Mark of the Ninja and just translate that to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, making a Black Widow game, give her hella ass, you know, put Scarlett Johansson's face on it. I think that would be really fun. I'd love to see that. Um... You know what, well, I, I think I've mentioned on the show, but one of the things I, will, I was writing, which I've kind of put to the side because, again, ADHD and I've got lots of ideas, but I'd love to do an RTS kind of with, you know, monsters and demons and all that kind of stuff and, and have kind of a Tactics Over or a Final Fantasy Tactics or a Felseal Arbiter's Mark kind of take on you fighting the beginnings of this war and driving the monsters into the hollow earth, you know, that's kind of stuff that I've thought of. Um, it's hard for me because I would love to write the story. So we'll see. Oh, Roblox, Roblox has removed the oof sound 
from Roblox and provided a replacement due to licensing issues. So save the oof is uh, is trending. Oh, Red Sox are losing again. You're killing me, dog. I can't. I don't know what's going on here. All right, back to Triangle SQRD. Oh my God, no fade again, my man. What do you want to see next from Media Molecule? <laughs> I want to see them do something with Dreams. I saw that DreamCon was announced today, <clears throat> so that's cool. Um, I would love to see them make a game using Dreams. Give me a $60 full price trophy list, ah, blah, 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 and do it in Dreams. Show me the average consumer this is why you need Dreams. Even make it Dreams DLC. I don't care how they do it, but I want to see a game from them. I don't want to see dev tools that are stuck on the PS4. Why is there no Xbox app, Switch app? PC app, PS5 native port. Um, I think Dreams was a giant waste of time. I think it was a, it's at this point where I look at it as the sunken time fallacy, and they just have to keep, have to finish it. They have to support it because they sold it. But Dreams didn't even sell when they when they launched the beta for that game. They launched a limited amount of of copies they would sell, and then they would stop selling it, and they never stopped selling it. So either the limited amount was BS or not enough people bought it to hit the limited amount. And I don't know which is worse. Matt Green, being a chef, what is your favorite topping for a dirty burger? Uh, Carmies. Caramelized onions. Sweet Grand Turismo Jones says, I would like just like to pass the mess on a message to Saul, assuming he listens to the show. I will miss his input and thanks for the entertain all the entertainment. If quitting the show means possibly running into him in more in multiplayer, fine. Peace. Um, yeah, I would agree with your sentiment. I hope Saul is happy in his endeavors and continues to be an active part of the show. And hopefully he listens to this godforsaken train wreck where I've talked about the Loch Ness Monster. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good for Saul. I know... He's moving on. He's got his own life stuff, and I'm very happy for him. I'm glad that I could be here to kind of help shepherd the show into a new era. I think that new era is going to involve a lot more covering your children's ears when they're listening. And that, I think, is not necessarily a bad thing. <clears throat> I didn't get much on Facebook, but Donovan Williams says, Good luck, Chief. So I appreciate that. Yeah, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have too much else to say um i think this is going to be a nice brisk show but i think that's okay this is you know a solo episode which i would imagine it's the first time in triangle squared history we've had a solo show maybe i don't know but i look forward to the rest of my time with the show with brett and hanging out with you guys on every wednesday when we post the show and I'd love to see where we can go from here. I think me and Brett have some great ideas. We have some other side projects we want to do. Um, maybe midweek matinee comes back out. I'm going to see Nope tomorrow. Um, if anyone sees Nope, let me know if you like it or if you don't. That wasn't very funny. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think with that, I'm going to just end the show because I'm going to either ramble about some random shit and, or... 
I'm gonna let you guys have your day. So it's about 40, maybe 45 minutes after I cut the, <laughs> the little bits of me texting or looking up stuff on the internet. Um, like I said, I don't believe there's going to be a video of the show going up. A, because I probably just spent too much time not talking, which means that I'm going to edit the audio and then the video is going to have either me looking at my phone for five minutes, texting the girlfriend back, or not not doing that. So, <sighs> Orioles and Red Sox have the same record and the Red Sox are losing. So there's a very good chance that my boys in Boston are going to be in last place. Look, I know I said I was going to end the show, but I'm going to write to all baseball for a minute. If the Red Sox are going to be so bad that they're in last place, sell the whole team and just fucking tank. Get the first pick in the draft. Do it. I don't... I'm already watching a bad product. Just make the product worse so that in two years I can look back and be like, thanks for taking. I appreciate Marcelo Meyer. I appreciate whoever the hell comes next. That's all I need. Anyway. Follow Brett on Twitter, Triangle SQRD. Follow me on Twitter at Figs21K. Um, you can obviously support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash nartech. You can join the Discord, the, the Discord. You can discard the Discord, I guess. It's in the, the, the description. You should just be able to click on the link there and it'll let you right in. We have the Facebook group, facebook.com slash triangle squared. Send a request. Brett will let you right in. Um... Oh, yeah, rate and review on iTunes. That's going to help us a lot. One of the things that I've I've really been pushing is to kind of make sure that we do that as members of, and I guess listeners. I'm a listener, too, because I listen to myself talk. I don't know if I'm going to listen to this episode, though. We'll see. This one seems a little crazy. But anyway, we'll move on. Uh, like and subscribe, obviously. Tell your friends. Review it. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I hope you had fun. I tried really hard. This is it's very hard to do a podcast by yourself. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end it there. I'm going to go play some Emerald, watch some Lucifer, and hang out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.